Hello Cancer friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Cancer July 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that's the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month to help you make the most of the planetary possibilities. If you missed that address, you can go find it again in the notes below the podcast or click on the little more button to the bottom right of the YouTube screen to reveal the notes and the link. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Cancer placement that you watch for. This is going to be part of your astrological picture. And if you are a very late degree Cancer, so we'll say birthdays from July 13th through the rest of the sign, or degrees of 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you listen to my Leo report. Uh, You very late degree people will benefit from both the Cancer and the Leo reports. So what's going on in this birthday month? We've got beyond birthdays, so many other things to talk about, so let's just take everything piece by piece. The first major thing to know, very major must know, is that we are having a nice breather in between the heat of eclipse seasons this year. So the first season was towards the end of March, all of April, very intense in May, and into June. Okay, so now we have July, August, and into September, where we're kind of just integrating the things that happened at that time of intensity. Now these eclipses, the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle that we're in the midst of, are actually friendly to cancer placements. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean you're always going to have positive manifestations because obviously we have more placements in our chart besides, you know, whichever one you're watching for that could be having angles, you know, being made by the eclipses. But from the the chart of the cancer perspective, these are very friendly and um, many of you may have seen very positive changes and maybe even though you got positive changes from the eclipses it's still kind of a lot sometimes when things are new and when there's transitions so july is just a little time to rest and we'll definitely need it july august into september will want to have this rest period because the second part of september october november even into december will be the last eclipse season of the year plus we have the last of the saturn uranus square which if you haven't watched that video that I made, search for Andy Botticelli's Saturn Uranus Square and see, you know, that that's a pretty intense one. So we're in a nice breather here. The next big must though, is that although we're out of the eclipse season, we have a very busy sky this month. We've got at least 25 aspects that I'm looking at that we will all be feeling. A little more of them are salty compared to sweet this month for the first time in a few months, but there are still plenty of beautiful aspects that could be points of grace between the other challenges. And with the exception of a challenging aspect on July 1st, which we'll get into the details of soon, um, most of the other, really the other aspects that are happening are just sort of nuisance little bumps. Okay, so the picture that I'm getting in my head when I think about this month is, the sun is out, okay, we've got these beautiful aspects, but it's raining, so, because we have some challenging aspects, and it's like a sun shower, but there's a pot of gold, and you're running towards it with joy, and you're being pelted with vegetables. <laughs> okay, this is just, for whatever reason, kind of the imagery that I'm getting, it's kind of like, you've got to get through all of these things being thrown at you, literally, in some cases, in order to get to the literal gold or figurative gold at the end of the rainbow in this sunny, rainy sky. Okay, so that's basically the overview of the month energetically. So the next big must know is that July is one of the last 
chunks of time that we have with open stars, meaning free from personal planet retrogrades. Okay, this is a very retrograde year because we have Venus retrograde, we're going to have Mars retrograde. And when Mercury, Mars, or Venus are in retrograde or their shadow periods, it's a time for going inwards and backwards, going back over things. It's basically a time when the tides are rolling in and it's not as easy to push things out far and wide. It's easier to let things come to you, to do things with what you have, let work you've done in the past come to you. But as far as like trying to push something out, trying to really, you know, force something or, or initiate something into action, July is your month for that. Okay, so really June 19th through August 21st, with July being right in the middle there. This is the last open window of the whole year before we have the Mars retrograde, which will cover the whole, um, you know, September through the rest of the year, even into the beginning of 2023. And the retrogrades aren't anything to fear, but it's just, you know, if you need that oomph, a big decision, investments, big sales, big purchases, um, engagements, weddings, big parties, big travel, elaborate travel plans that have to kind of go pretty much according to plan, you know, there's not a lot of flexibility, um, anything having to do with, um, launches, contracts, agreements, you know, if you're starting a new business or, you know, launching your live stream or publishing your book that you've been working on forever. Those are the kind of things that if you kind of just imagine that thing is the boat, you want to have the, the seas going out, the tide going out at that time. So just kind of imagine the thing you're working on. Do you want it to go far and wide, as far and wide as effortlessly as possible? Then that's the thing that you want to try to launch in this nice open time frame, okay? And if it's something that's just business as usual, you're experimenting, you know, you've got some little things here and there, nothing that's like huge or major, then you don't have to worry about it. All year is fine for that. But it's this really big things that, you know, we just want to take some of the pressure and the, you know, the the murkiness that tends to come with the retrogrades. You have a break from that, which can just only help for you to get to the outcomes that you would like and for them to go further and wider. Okay, so the next big must know is that, well, let's just go ahead and talk about that aspect that I do not love on July 1st, okay? Most of the aspects we're going to talk about today are really great ones. Um, like I mentioned, we do have quite a few other nuisance aspects, but this one on July 1st, Mars, ruler of you know, war, Aries, Mars rules Aries, another god of war, making an uncomfortable angle, a square with Pluto, the lord of the underworld, and um, death and birth and transformation and rebirth in the sign of Capricorn, which is ruled by the stern taskmaster Capricorn, or um, Saturn. That is the the type of energy we're talking about here. It is volatile, it can be combustive, it can be downright dangerous, it can be, you know, violent, it can be argumentative at, at bare minimum. You know, people are going to be having repressed things come out, anger will be at a high, impatience will be at a high. So it's just a time, if you can hide under a rock, then good for you, you know, you might wanna do that. <laughs> Although we do have a lot of nice aspects that are coinciding with this salty one that actually could be like a current that you could be tuning into and maybe this won't even barely bother you. But you could feel it pretty intensely and since it, it is like a late degree placement, any of you who, anyone can feel this and anyone needs to be careful. And anyone, it, it's really good to, to not antagonize somebody who's on edge or, and just assume everybody's on edge. Um, 
not bring out your big discussions that have a certain outcome that you want. You know, it's a good time to write down the things that you want to say that are terrible to somebody rather than actually say them. Um, and maybe wait till the energy lies down a little bit before you communicate. Um, because you're, we're just everyone's not going to be in their best expression at this time with this aspect, okay? But what I was going to say is that it, it will affect everybody in the zodiac or has the potential to affect everyone in the zodiac. But because one of the placements is in Capricorn, this is opposing your sign. Those of you in the late degree sector, you've got to watch out a little more because it might connect into your placement. So this is going to happen in the very late degrees. So we'll put everybody like 23 degrees on at high alert. Um, and the later you are in the Cancer, you know, so, you know, let's see, July 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, you know, you all in there have a chance for the most um, points of conflict. Don't be nervous about it, just be aware of it. And it's possible sometimes that you need that type of um, power burst to be fuel, to crack open a matrix, to open up your new way of being, and that it could be quite purposeful. So, you know, there's always a potentiality of something positive to come from it. Um, but those of you towards the, you know, towards the end of the sign, you're more likely to see um, it connecting in with you personally. Okay, so another big must know is that we do have a beautiful water trine this month, okay? So we've got actually two air trines and three fire trines this month. So this is, you know, a, a time when there are, are there's a lot of accord in the stars. And all of those trines, the most favorable aspect in all of astrology, are scattered throughout the month, and they can be beneficial for um, ambition and oomph and the meeting of the minds in positive ways and support for your ideas and, you know, just anything that lights a fire under your butt in a good way to help you to take actions on things that you need. And that's super positive for everybody. But one that is even has more of a chance to even be more positive is the one between July 17th and 18th. We've got Mercury and Neptune making a beautiful um, trine. And so the days around, we'll say like the 13th through, you know, like the 20th, you've got this beautiful trine just where your intuition is supercharged, where your inspiration is supercharged, where you're piecing things together, breakthroughs, anything having to do with, um, you know, hearing the support from the universe and really having clarity about what divine spirit is trying to guide you towards doing psychological breakthroughs, those kinds of things. Um, so everyone in the Zodiac has a chance to have that, those goodies. Water signs, everyone in the Cancer spectrum has a chance to have those goodies. And those of you who were kind of getting a little bit dogged by that Mars-Pluto um, thing at the beginning of the month, you all actually have an increased chance of sweetness from this particular aspect, okay? So if you're getting worked a little bit extra at the beginning of the month, those of you towards the end of the sign, don't worry, you do have some other things that are on your side um, to help smooth things over and bring some positive outcomes from any ruckuses that come. Okay, so the next big must know is that we have a lot of energy in Cancer, and of course, we are in Cancer birthday time. So if you're a June-born early degree person, you had your birthday in June, happy birthday to you. And if you're having your birthday now, happy birthday to you and July-born friends, okay? so. 
I love birthdays. I think they're so magical. The sun represents what we want and the sun in the sky when it comes back to the place that it was at when we were born, that's called a solar return. And it's so full of possibilities. It opens a portal of wishing. So definitely take advantage of your birthday wishes. You can search for Annie Botticelli making wishes come true. And I talk about how to best use your birthday wishes. But if you're watching for a cancer placement not that's not your sun sign, don't worry. You also will have extra oomph for your intentions. You know, anything that you're trying to intend or use your will, this light of the sun, you know, this strength, this luminous um, entity, you have more energy as well. So when the sun crosses over your cancer placement, whatever it is, then you're going to have some blessings also. Okay, so this is rebirth, regeneration, refocus on yourself, establishing a new rhythm, things with your physical body, anything having to do with your image. And there's a lot of support even from some of the star goddesses in Cancer at this time. So there are lots of kisses going on um, with the sun lighting everything up, bringing warmth, and with um, with you having a cord from some star goddess energies as well, Black Moon, Lilith, and Ceres. Okay, so let's see. The next big must know is that we do still have some energies in Gemini. And this could cause you to be having to make a decision about something and vacillating on something. And, you know, so just kind of know that those energies will pass in the earlier part of the month and you'll probably have more certainty about whatever it is you're confused about as the month goes on, okay? Because those Gemini energies are mutable. They kind of, you know, they could do this, they could do that. And you, and you might be feeling that, you know? And so as they ground out into Cancer, then you will, they'll start speaking your language more and, um, and that language is the language of emotion. You know, that language is the language of feeling and that language is the language of connection. So all of those beautiful possibilities are open at this time. And of course, cancer rules, maternal energies, gender not re relevant, you know, just those soft caretaking energies um, could have something to do specifically with mother or mom or mom figures or becoming a mother yourself or your partner, you know, um, being pregnant, uh, family, real estate, getting your home situated, home improvements, moves, things like that. Home and family and housing and real estate investments and um, home-based businesses are all going to have this luminous light of the sun bringing focus to those areas and showing you the things that need to be shifted for your greater joy and showing you the things that are working really well for you to celebrate and be grateful for. So all of that's happening and then we're going to have towards the end of the month, the uh, last third of the month, like the last 10 days, the energies will start to move into Leo. Now for Leo, any fire sign action that goes on in the stars always can serve as a fire underneath your pot of water, right? Casey, you've got all of this beautiful potentiality sitting there with your watery ways. And then when the zodiac brings this fire, it causes you to sometimes get agitated, sometimes feel restless, sometimes feel unsettled, but it gives the potential to, to really take some important actions. And thank goodness, right, with everything I talked about earlier, we are in a time frame where if you do have to take actions on important things and you really want to have that oomph, you know, where it's really pushing out, 
you'll want to take advantage of these Leo energies. They will start towards the end of July. They will be strong for most of August, but then after that, everything's going to start going inward and backwards. Now you could have ambitions and oomph and zest and motivation in any area of your life, but your financial sector is definitely being highlighted here. And again, as we talked about with the, with the sun moving through, you know, cancer, the sun is like a big spotlight. So a spotlight shows all the things in a beautiful light to be grateful for. So you can see things that are working. You may have new views on things, new perspectives that can be helpful. Um, but you can also see things, the cracks in the walls and the spider webs and that kind of stuff, where you see, wow, okay, in your financial sector, maybe with your spending, maybe with your savings, maybe with your income, maybe with your money consciousness, maybe something has to be worked on and the sun and the other movements of the planets as they move along will help you to see what has to be done and to take action on the things that have to be done. So you can lay a nice new foundation for your financial security and for any sustainability projects if you're trying to do things more environmentally sound, you know, um, be less of a consumer and more of a sustainability um, focus, person who focuses on sustainability, this type of energy is also very strong at this time. As the energies move into Leo, what also starts to get zesty is the topic of children and creativity and romance and fun and hobbies and things done just for pleasure. And you may find that there's a relationship between things that you do for pleasure like hobbies and potential new income streams. If you're not already earning money from the things that you love, this energy uh, is opening up to think about how you can do that more. And it's very zesty and highly creative. So you might find that you're wanting to get your space clear, like focus on your house in the earlier part, you know, get some things cleared out and make some room on your desk for some crafts or some, you know, little projects that you've been wanting to do. Or maybe your house is the, is the project painting. And this is a fantastic month, one of the best of the whole year to do big things to your house or to do small things to your house. So, and you'll be able to get more cooperation from um, like workers, if you need workers to help you. Once Mars goes into retrograde, oi, let me just tell you, people's ambitions will be running very, very low. And if you already have a hard time getting, you know, people to come to work and do work at your house and help you with projects, it's probably going to get to be a little bit more challenging once we get into September and for the rest of the year as the year progresses um, towards the end there because of Mars retrograde people are going to start becoming more lazy less ambitious and so you've got your shining moment now with the stars saying yes big projects yes small projects and everyone else's motivation is more high at this time which makes it more likely that you'll get the support you need for your project to move forward Okay, so the next big must know is that in the middle of the month, uh, July 13th, we've got a super moon at Capricorn, in Capricorn at 21 degrees. Okay, so a super moon means, and actually, we've got three big moons in a row. The middle of May, which is where we are now where I'm recording this, is that crazy blood moon, total lunar eclipse and Scorpio drama intensity. And then in June, the middle of June, we have um, another super moon. And then now here in July, we have another super moon. So super moons are when the moon is actually closer to us and it looks like it is and it feels like it is. So the intensity of, of a normal full moon will be expanded. Water where it shouldn't be, whether that's emotional or whether that's actually literally water where it shouldn't be. The odds, you know, if you've got water concerns or, or live near where water can be a problem, 
Think about this before this time because, you know, then you could be better prepared if something comes up. But it could just be emotional, you know, and it could be your emotions or other people's emotions. But there's a lot of focus on um, fulfillment or fruition or accomplishment or coming to a head or coming to light. Anything in the areas of work and career and employment and father figures could be also a spouse you know, that has a, a male type of energy um, where there could be a little showdown or a little conflict and it could be about work or money. Um, and there's anything having to do with bosses or if you're someone that doesn't need money um, and you don't work for you know money or you're independently wealthy or you're retired, this could be a leadership project, you know, politics, something with your civic association, you know, something having to do with authority figures of any kind, the you know law, the law, um, anything like that could come up at this time for better or worse, and it is going to be you know a very tangible, practical, material type of realm. Could also be uh, you know father figures or um, or you, if, if you're a father or if you are you know, playing a paternal role to somebody, then something within that, that role can also come up. So that, that is for everybody. But, oh, and by the way, if you feel the full moon, which of course you do because the moon is, in your, the moon is your ruler, and you get moony two to three days or so before the full moon, you're very likely to have your moony time extend longer. So like, four to five days for cancers, maybe a week before this moon, you might be starting to get your, you know, your crazy legs at night, your insomnia, your restlessness, your whatever it is. Um, you are going to feel this sooner than you usually do. So if you're wondering what's up, now you know. Okay, so the next big must know is that everyone can feel this moon. But because it's opposing your sign, there is a little extra oomph there. So there is this focus on relationships, a key relationship in your life, um, a client, a boss, you know, a spouse, any, a child, a friend, anybody important to you can come up in a very big way. And some kind of, like I said, it could be a showdown or it could be a collaboration or it could be something you accomplish together or it could be a milestone or it could be something that you're wanting to, you know, move forward with together. And so there's a lot of energy around partnership and relationship for you. And there might be some strong energy of me versus we, your stuff versus this person, your needs versus, you know, showing up for somebody else. So that energy will definitely be coming up. For all of you, the closer you are to 21 degrees, the more you're going to feel the intensity of this supermoon. So we'll say 16 degrees through 26 degrees, the closer to 21 degrees, the more intense. That's going to be like July 5th, no, 6th through 16th. And the closer to the 11th, the more intensity you're going to have. And intensity doesn't have to be bad, but it could be challenging, but it could be awesome, okay? So you're, it's going to connect in more personally for you, um, however it's going to manifest. Okay, so the, the last couple of must-knows here, Jupiter's going to go retrograde, and anything that Jupiter was helping to move forward in your life, which, you know, was pretty much going to be work and career and those kind of things. Um, and all those things we talked about with the Capricorn energy is actually because this is in the house of, of that um, energy as well, might start to cool off. 
you know, towards the end of the month. Like if there's forward movement on a job search and then it like fizzles away or you start, you get your job and it's all busy and then it kind of dies down or business is booming at the beginning of the month and it starts to slow. This Jupiter going into retrograde from July 28th through November 23rd is you're going to be feeling that. And a lot of things really in any area of life that started to heat and expand and move forward might suddenly just fizzle out and you say, what the heck is going on here? Now you know, and you don't have to worry because you're not losing Jupiter's um, benevolence or work or focus. It's just kind of going more internal, more behind the scenes, you know, slowing down. And what Jupiter's trying to do is look for foundational weaknesses so that they can be resolved in this, you know, four months or so, so that when you go into the, the um, raging frenzy of expansion again, and you will when Jupiter goes direct, because it will go straight through the whole sign of Aries when it, when it goes direct, it will actually go back into Pisces, but it will never be far enough away from Aries that it's not working there. Um, it's going to blow through the whole sign of Aries in those months, you know, after November. So, um, but just know that if things start to slow down, it's just trying to help you build your foundation stronger so you can build your skyscraper taller. Okay, so then the last must-knows are that those fire trines at the end of the month, the 23rd, the 27th, the 31st, there's a lot of zest in that time, a lot of passion, a lot of you know fire, a lot of heat, a lot of inspiration. Um, you know, you might really feel the divine spirit speaking to you very loudly through the things you're excited about. So anything that you can take action on that you're excited about, like taking a class or moving forward with something that you're super amped about, you know, you can lock in the energy of those fire trines by taking actions as you feel that energy happening in that period of time. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28 day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. 
You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.